before I share what I believe God wants me to share with you, I felt this, and this is for someone. You remember the story of Moses and Pharaoh. When God sent Moses to Pharaoh in Exodus chapter 5, Moses went and he told Pharaoh, that says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go. And then Pharaoh answered and said, who is that God? Telling me to let the slaves go. And Moses kept on going on and on to Pharaoh, doing the nine miracles or wonders of God, all the time telling Pharaoh, let, God says, let my people go. You are here today. You've been praying about certain things. You've been believing God for certain things. And it appears that the Pharaoh of your life is stopping that thing. God wants you to know this. Your persistence will break the resistance of the Pharaoh. If you will persist, like Moses did, that resistance will be broken. That yoke will be broken. That obstacle will be removed. If you will persist and say, let my people go. So God says in Exodus chapter 6, then the Lord said to Moses, now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. Save the Lord to you. Now you will see what God will do to your adversaries. For the Lord will stretch forth his hand and break through every door that has been stopping you from getting to your destiny in the name of Jesus. I want to share with you today a message I've entitled, With God on your side, you will always win. Your amen was very encouraging. I said, with God on your side. You see, your amen means that you believe. Your amen is a response that the thing will work in your life. You don't say the amen in your head. You say the amen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say let those who believe that the word that they are hearing is so you should say what? Amen. I want to say this. With God on your side, you will always win. Amen. Go with me to Second Chronicles. I have about 25 minutes, so those on the thing, you have to go fast with me. Second Chronicles chapter 32, verse 8. Is it there? Now, this is the story when King Sennacherib of Assyria has besieged Israel and was taunting them, telling them he was going to destroy them. There was no way out. And Hezekiah the king spoke these words. With him is the arm of flesh. The thing that you are afraid of is the arm of flesh. But with us, Sabron Daga, thank you, Holy Ghost. But with us is the Lord our God, the creator and the possessor of the heavens and the earth. 
With you is the arm of flesh. You come against me with sword and spears, but I come against you in the name of the Lord of hosts. You see, if you believe, all things are possible. All things, not some things, all things are possible. With us, to help us to fight our battles, and the people were strengthened by the words of Hezekiah, the king of Judah. Who is with you? If God is for you, who can be against you? With them is the arm of flesh. With them is divination and enchantment and witchcraft. But with us is a living God. If God is on your side, you can win 100% all the time. You cannot be defeated. For who can defeat the Lord our God? I was listening to a message recently. And you know the, the demonized man of Gadara, he was filled with legion when Jesus confronted this man. You know legion, the Roman legion. Roman legion were a military kind of company, about 6,000. When they say Roman legion, there are 6,000 soldiers in a legion. This man was possessed with what? 6,000 demons. Can you imagine one man? But when Jesus showed up, Magadosaya, when the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords showed up, 6,000 demons could not do Even your demons, they are not even five. The Bible says she came and he came and worshipped Jesus. No wonder the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than 6,000 demons is somewhere else. When God is with you, you cannot fail. You cannot be defeated. Romans 8.31 says, If God be for us, who can be against you and be successful? It says, according to your faith, what you believe. Sickness, disease, cannot be against you and win if God is for you. Because he has said in Exodus 25, I am the Lord that healeth thee. First Peter 2.24, he says it this way, by his stripes ye were healed. If God is for you, disease cannot win against you. If God is for CLF, let the whole world rise up against us. They shall not succeed. If God is on your side, your family will always be victorious. If God is on your side, you will always win over your adversaries. When all is said and done, at the end of the day, it shall be said that you have got the victory. Because God cannot be defeated. Show me throughout the world who has defeated Jesus. Who can stand before him? So the issue is not that we don't have, the, we sang a song earlier on. I think he has, paid the, he has paid it all and so forth. Do you really believe that he's paid it all? Then you should dance as if he's really paid it all. Hallelujah. Whether you see it or you don't see it. God is for us. God, listen to this. If God be for you, no demon, no evil force shall succeed against you. You know why? Because in Isaiah 54, verse 16, God says, I am the one who created 
the devils. I, the law, I created the blacksmith. I created them. And I'm telling you that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. God give us understanding. God is saying that the enemies against you, I the Lord, I created them. For without him was not anything made that was made. For he is the head of all principalities and powers and thrones and dominion. And he is the one telling you no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It may seem that it is prospering, but see the Lord to you. In the long run, it shall not prosper. Most of the time, we are sense ruled, unfortunately. Instead of walking by faith, we walk by sight. That is our problem. God is a faith God. For without faith, it is impossible, in fact, to walk with God. For he that believes, or he that believes God exists, when they come to God, he must believe that God really exists. He's here right now. There are angels in this room right now. You don't, I'm telling you, this place is saturated with angels. Yes. Oh, Yes. What do you believe? Devils, witches. God says, I make diviners mad. Any person divinating against you, they'll go mad in the name of Jesus. He says in Numbers 23, 23, no divination, no sorcery, no enchantment shall succeed against the child of God. It doesn't matter where your hometown is. Why you think the thing some people are afraid to go to their village? Say, <laughs> so, hey, that place. So you think <laughs> in the spiritual realm, there's no distance. You can be in Greenland and they can find you there. <laughs> so whether you go to your village or not is not the issue. The issue is that who is with you? Who? do you have with you? That is the issue. That's what you should be more focused on. Not who is against you. Because if you know who is for you, when people are scheming, you relax. Hallelujah. I remember one story that some man, some woman that got saved, and the husband was a very powerful, you know, black magic juju person. Very powerful. Everybody was afraid of him. So this lady gets saved, and uh, he was very upset. And the man of God went to visit her, and then the, the husband told the man of God, I give you seven days. You've come to trouble my wife. You say my wife belongs to Jesus. I give you seven days, you will die. The man of God said, hey, okay, we'll see. Seven days, I'll come and visit you again, and we'll see what happens. So I asked him, when you go, were you afraid? Did you do some three-day fasting and prayer? He said, no, I didn't even pray one prayer even. Because I was doing God's work. If God cannot protect me, then what else? Oh, yes. So the seventh day, What's up? And decided to go and visit the, the, the man. It's if you know, I know who I am. <laughs> we sing this song, but we don't really believe these things, you know. So he goes up. A few meters to the place, he could, he could hear wailing. Oh! People were crying. The arrow the man said had boomerang and has killed the juju man right there. Any arrow against you, I command it to burn, to send her in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
can you care somebody whom God has blessed? You know you are blessed. My brother, you know you are blessed. Child of God, you know you are blessed. So who can curse you? Balaam said, I cannot curse the one whom God has blessed. It's not possible. It's not possible. I'm blessed. You are blessed. I say you are blessed. No definition shall prosper against you. Every curse coming from wherever your background is, is destroyed in the name of Jesus. Because God is for you. With them is the arm of flesh. I heard another story. There's this king in Nigeria who has become a Christian for years and he was doing Christianity and the people around who went to occult and they, don't, they didn't like him. So this man is bringing his Christianity to destroy our things. <laughs> we don't like it. So they went to some place, some country and they brought some powerful juju man to come and kill him. Just true story. The man did his incantations, whatever. And then he told the people, he said, this man, his God is too strong. I can't do anything. All my juju is weak. <laughs> he said, he told them with the king, whatever God you are serving, keep on serving him. He's too strong. Yeah. And they tried, they didn't stop them. I told you, you have to be persistent. So they went and enchanted more powers. You know, understanding some parts of Nigeria, if you see masquerades, those people, and you, you are a king, you are not supposed to see those people. If you see them, you will die. So they tried and brought those people to the king. The king saw them and said, oh, you don't know greater, you see, that is in me. Than he, that is in the world. And all the enchantment was what? Wouldn't work. What am I telling? I'm telling that if God is on your side. Now let's take it from there and let us connect it to your work. Those of you who are looking for husband, if God is for you. I didn't hear good amen from the singles who want husbands. He said, they've locked your husband. I release your husband in the name of Jesus, wherever he is. If God is on your side, who can stop your husband? Your wife is coming. A gorgeous one. The one that your soul will be satisfied. You will look and say, I'm happy. Hallelujah. So shall it be for you, my brother. Oh, yes, receive it. All those who said no, they will regret when they see the glory of God upon you. Yes. Well, they have eyes, but they can't see. Yes, but they can't hear what the Spirit is saying. Whatever God decides to do, it will prosper. Let me say this. Any evil plan that men have gathered to plan. Do you know that people plan against you? How many of you know that? Oh, you don't know that? Then maybe you don't work in the real world. You know, as pastors at times, we are not in the real world, so we don't really. But those of you who work, where mouse eat what? Cat and cat eat mouse. At your workplace, you see the rat race. Those who are scheming and undermining and planning. True or not true? I'm going to show you. The Bible said they shall sit and scheme and take counsel. But because my mouth has not spoken it, it shall not stand. If God be for you, those who are scheming against you, the Lord will show them out. All you have to believe those things and stop partying around and being funny, funny. 
stand your ground. Say, God, if it be for me, who can be against me? Those who are plotting evil to bring me down, to lose my job, in the name of Jesus, Lord, arrest them. Bring their counsel to naught. Confuse their counsels. For it is written that what your mouth has not spoken, it shall not stand. If God is on your side, who can be against you? Everybody has got somebody against them. Only it will not work. Hallelujah. Yeah. They will try to save the Lord, but not by me, and they will all fall for your sake. I came to declare liberty to somebody today. I came to declare that you will not die, but you shall live and declare the works of the Lord. Because God is for you. God is for you. God is on your side. The counsels of hell shall not work against you. We know the story of Nehemiah. He had three vile enemies, Sambalat and his friends, Tobias and Co. When he was doing the work of the Lord, they were scheming to bring the work of God down. They were doing all kinds of schemes. You can find that in Nehemiah chapter 6, verse 7. He said, let us take counsel and see how we can plot his downfall. But he that sitteth in heaven, according to Psalm 2, he shall laugh, for he shall put them in derision. The Lord put your enemies in derision. Those who are scheming against you. Every wicked altar. That is declaring wicked things against you. The fire of God consumed them now in the name of Jesus. No plan. At times it may seem as if it succeeds, but it shall not succeed. It shall not. It shall not. Oh my God. It may seem like it, but it will not. If you will stand your ground and refuse to be moved. <laughs> And know truly that if God is for you. Eh? Those, who is the richest man in UK? Let's take Charles Branson. If you know, everybody know Branson. Richard, Richard, yeah? Richard, yeah? All of you know Richard, yeah? Is he, has he got cash? He's loaded, isn't he? If Richard decides to say that all my money is at your beck and call, how will you behave? I'm asking you. Oh. Are you here? I'm just asking you. If Richard Branson were to tell you all my money, my island in the Caribbean, he's got islands, and it's all hard. Anytime you won't go holiday, anything. How would you behave? I know who I am. <laughs> you know all your financial woes is what? Finish. You and your children and your children's children. But you see, the side is that you, God say he's for you. The one who said the silver and the gold are mine. They are mine. The one who said the cattle on the thousand hill, they belong to me. What is the problem? It's because we don't believe that there is a problem. Either God is true or he's a liar. You have to come to a place in your walk with God where you believe God with all your heart, your soul, and your might. That if God is for you, who can be against you? And succeed. God is for you. And therefore nothing against you. Shall succeed. You have to live. And talk. And walk like that. But then. Listen to me carefully. 
He asks us a question. In the Romans 8, 20, 31, put that one there. Let me just show you some, some, a trick over there. He says this. Quickly, let's. Be, no, 31, sorry. Not 21, 31. He says, what then shall we say to these things? Those marvelous things previously said. If God is for us, who can be against us? You see, it's a question mark there. I'm sure everybody went to class one here. So if they put a question, it means that it's what? A question. You have to answer that question. Listen to me carefully. If God is for, he's making a declaration. However, he says that if God be for then say, who can be against us? I'm going to show you. It means that there is one person that can be against you. Hello, are we here? You know who that person is? You. I'm going to show it to you very soon. Listen to me. As for God, Esther, he is on your side. But God decides, if I'm for you, who can be against you? You will have to decide who is against you. A lot of believers are against themselves. I'll show you some. And that is, this is where it's very sad. Because it's a question. You need to answer that question. As for the devil and his cohort, they have already been taken care of long ago. They are no match for God. The best way the devil can do is to trick you and so forth and lie to you and all of that. However, you and I can be our worst enemies. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you can be against yourself. People say it's my mother-in-law. It's not your mother-in-law. <laughs> Somebody say, <laughs> it's my wife. It's my husband. It's my children. Yeah, give me more examples. Who do you do? The people you say is against you. Hello, are we here? <laughs> what you cannot control, never give it power over you. But what you can control, you. So God said, who can be against you? And the question is this. The only person who can be against you is you. Let me explain that in the Bible. Because of time, I'll just mention the scripture. You can go and read it. In 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 6 to 11, it says this. He gives a short narrative of the Israelites and how they did certain things and God turned against them. In fact, if you read the Bible in any form or shape, from Genesis to Revelation, you will notice only one thing. You will find that any time the enemy succeeds against God's people, it's because the people turn against God. It's true, the scriptures. So, we can learn from history. We can learn from our predecessors. We can learn from others. That is what it says in 1 Corinthians 10, that all these things happen to them for our example, that we will learn from them. So let me give you some examples to help you. You remember the story of Joshua. After the death of Moses, God appeared to Joshua and said, Joshua, my servant Moses is dead. Stop crying over him. You are the next person in command. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you all the days of your life. Wherever the source of a fish I tread, I have given to you. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Joshua, I am with you. You will take Israel to possess the promise. And Joshua said, thank you very much. So they started the conquering. They conquered what? Jericho. 
And then they came to a small little I, a country called I, A-I, not artificial intelligence, I, small I. Even the, the city is so small, it's called I. They go against I. Little, you no, know, Jericho was a powerful, strong, neither did it. Now they go against this small, it's just like a, let's say, in Africa, I know Alfred used to be a, uh, uh, what do you call them? Prudalists. You like to like fighting a lot, you know, before. <laughs> so you beat, let's say you beat, who's is, who is very strong here? Uh, who does karate here? <laughs> Who is strong? So nobody is strong yet. <laughs> My Lord have mercy. So somebody very strong, Alfred beats them. So now, and then we see little Joshua. You go against Joshua, and Joshua whip you proper whipping till your tail is between your legs, and then you run. So I beat Israel, smash them. And then Joshua goes to say, God, why? You told me no man shall be able to stand before me all the days of my life. You said that if you are for me, who can be against me? Everywhere my future tread, you shall give to me. How come these little people beat me? God said you are against yourself. There's sin in the camp. There's something I said I didn't want that has happened. This same God, I'm trying to show some of you have received prophetic words. You are wondering why is the prophetic word not coming through. Hello? Hi. It is because if you are not check your life, maybe you are against yourself. Am I teaching very good here? I'm helping you. I'm not coming to lie to you. I can give another story. In the book of Judges, there was a certain very powerful man called Samson. So strong and so powerful. Nobody could stand him. He could be asleep. He wakes up, he will slaughter you. He was so awesome. Nobody, he can kill thousand people just like that. He was causing havoc among the Philistines. But this man had a problem. He liked the unbelieving women. Hello? He liked the women in Philistine. He didn't like the Israelites, you know, some foreign women. So those of you who like strange women, be delivered in the name of Jesus. He likes strange women. You know they are strange women? Oh, you don't know. There are some in church. Strange. This man loved the strange women. One of them was Delilah. And we all, because of time, Delilah managed to get his secret. The same God who was with him. Please listen to me. God who is with you. Who will crush your enemies. Who will give you breakthrough. That same God. If you do certain things against yourself the thing would turn wrong. So his locks were cut off where his strength and his consecration was. So the Bible says something interesting. When the, wife, when the woman had taken off his locks and brought the Philistines to come and take him, the Lord to take him, the Bible says something woke up as usual, shook himself as usual, that he was going to defeat them, but he did not know that the Lord had left him. He did not know that the Lord has left him. And they captivated him, took his eyes, and made him a slave. I'm telling you, God is for you, but you can be against yourself. Not the devil, as for the devil and people, they will do what they will do. But if God is on your side, you will laugh all the time, for they shall all fail. That is the issue. But make sure you are not your enemy. 
I can give you story upon stories in the scriptures. Listen to me, therefore. The reason many people get into all kinds of trouble is because, listen, they read one part of God's word, but they ignore the other. Are we here? You know, nowadays every preacher wants to preach people happy. They don't give people the whole counsel of God. For instance, God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And you are walking in the order of Satan, pride. When you're operating in pride, it's called the order of Satan. Because that is Satan's operational mode, modus of operandi, pride. Listen to me. God resists the what? The proud and gives grace to the so if God is resisting you, how can God be on your side? So whenever we are walking in pride, thank you. Whenever we are walking in pride, by choosing some part of God's word we like, and we don't like some parts, today be delivered from that in Jesus' name. Never take the part you want and the part you don't want. Put it. it doesn't work. Are we here? I said, are we here? You must take the whole counsel of God. If God says forgive, they forget, only a few people here. Are, are the rest of you, are you here? Am I speaking Hebrew or English? I say, if God says forgive, if God says honor God with your tithes and offering, have you been stealing? Hello? Oh, are we here? I'm helping you. I say, if God be for you, the only person who can be against you is yourself. There are plenty of examples in the scriptures. Are you serving God with joy and gladness? Or are you always remembering serving God, complaining, serving God? You know the Bible says, Cursed be he who served the Lord without joy. Have you read that in Jeremiah? Oh, please help me here. Let the amen be very strong. Amen. You see, when you are helping people, it's, you are, you are a nurse. when they give the injection, it's not nice, but it's good for you. True or not true? I'm giving some injections today. Hallelujah. To help you. We know we choose some part of the Bible we like and choose some part we don't. Oh, are we here? Plenty of the plenty in the Bible. I'm telling you, you and I can be our worst what? Enemies. Not the devil. What can the devil do against if God is standing by you? And say, touch not my anointed. Let them try and see. Oh, let them try and see. God said, this is my servant who loves me. Work your mouth. You want to touch him? Try. You don't even have to pray. Because his angels encamped run about those who fear the Lord. My time has I'll finish and then we'll pray. We need to do some praying. Some of us also think that there are passages in the word of God that we can treat lightly. Please don't. Oh, let the old man be very strong. Don't treat any part of the scriptures lightly. Don't take any part of the scriptures lightly. One of the ways you reverence God is that you take his word absolutely. Don't take some part and say this part, uh, I know God has said it. Hey, so you are so strong to say, I know the Bible says, but me, I will do this. Ooh, mercy. 
I don't have time. I wish I had time. And I'll show you King Esa in 2 Chronicles 15. You talk about this king. He walked right with God. God appeared to me and said, Esa, as long as you have a God, God is with you. Nobody can destroy you. Esa won so many victories. And then a time came. Esa, who had done great things, decided to turn against God. He decided to do things that he shouldn't do. Hello? Let me do it before we pray. If there's somebody here, you are shacking up with somebody you shouldn't be shacking up with. You are sleeping around, committing immorality, sexual immorality. It's time to stop. I say it's time to stop. You are here. I think Pastor Steve was saying on, on Friday, the all night. You are here. You are, pornography has become your, your friend. Hello? Oh. Is, 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 is it real what I'm saying? Nikki, is it real? I'm not saying you are doing it, but I'm just saying, is it real? <laughs> that pornography is always a, a door that the enemy is using against you. Today you can be free in Jesus' name. Negative attitude, mindset that are contrary to God's will. Today you can let it go. I wish my time, I wish I had time to explain to you more how if you do the right thing, God will just look. It doesn't matter the sins or the weakness you are doing, just simply repent and God will come on your side immediately. God's not going to say, You've done it for one week, so I also do it for one week. No, or you've done it for five years, I'm going to take five. No, instantly God will be on your side, instantly in a second. If you repent, God will just jump on your side and scatter your enemies. Yes. It doesn't take long. Instant. Because God loves you. He cares for you. He wants to fight for you. He wants you to have a fulfilled, meaningful, significant life. That is God's will for you. But God cannot. His hand is not sure that he cannot save. Neither is his ear dull. But your sins have separated me from you. Shall we stand?